The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Amplify. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Hello, this is Ken Roshan. We are in Washington, D.C. We are back from Los Angeles, and we are really excited about being in, on this show with Alicia, Alicia Curry. She is the founder and president of Red Carpet CEO and creator of the Style Palette Program. She's a speaker, author, and international celebrity makeup artist and style expert. Alicia has appeared on ABC, CBS, NBC, and a host of other media outlets and speaks on stages around the world. Alicia, how are you doing? I am great, Ken. I'm so excited to be here today. Well, I'm excited to have you on this program. We've bumped into each other several times uh, at events, and I met you at uh, Clint Arthur's event at the Harvard Business School. And yes, when we I remember, at Harvard. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and I remember watching you on stage and commanding that stage. There were 70 other speakers, and you really stood out as one of the people that I not only wanted to work with, but wanted to uh, have on the show and, and have a the type of relationship where we could re- really create abundance for each other. So it's been exciting oh, wow. uh, working with you so yeah, far. Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yes, it was, it was a lot of fun up at Harvard. We had a great time speaking on stage. It was so quick. Yeah, The weekend should so have been quick. a little bit longer. Share, share your message that you uh, shared at Harvard. I believe that beauty is one of the cornerstones to confidence. Beauty and your image, and your influence. So at Harvard, I spoke about how all those three components, especially as a business owner, those three components really create your signature style. And um, it's so amazing that we get into business and we think about all the little things we have to do with marketing and, and how, how do we get to engage our customers and, and customer acquisition. And we, we think about all these other things, our websites and, and our business cards, but we sometimes neglect ourselves in the process and how we stand up and how we stand out and how we show up can make the difference between someone saying yes and I want to work with you. Just like you said, I stood out in Harvard and you want to work with me or being forgettable. And so it's important, especially as small business owners, as entrepreneurs, as speakers, as authors, that we create an image that is unforgettable. And we stand in our power and we learn how to really command through our own confidence, our influence. And we can bring people into our circle of influence 
by just being ourselves and learning how to really capture that. So that's kind of my message at Harvard that I spoke about. And that's my platform for business owners. And it proved to be uh, workable, correct, and get the result you wanted because, honestly, again, out of 70 powerful people that were paying a very pretty penny to be at Harvard and, and share their message and be videotaped, you were one that really stood out. And it, it didn't hurt that you had a great red dress, and that, uh, but you were I wore red, I know, right? It didn't hurt that I wore a red dress and stood out. <laughs> Always well, stand out. Mm-hmm. If you hadn't stood out, though, that shot wouldn't have been taken. And I think that shot was really what I call the the door opening for our conversation that led to all this other stuff. Yes. Yes. Uh, and, we, and the shot became my, my book cover, actually. I changed my book cover because of that shot. And I was very excited about but, that. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You took that picture and it was like, boom, there's my new book cover. Well, so. I do find it interesting that, um, you know, the power of photography allows that type of opening. And some photographers, if the time, the, the turnaround wasn't quick enough or you didn't know where to find that shot, that opening doesn't really happen. And, but on the other side of the coin, you are very good with social media. And when you saw that photograph, you actually acknowledged um, that I took it and the Umbrella Syndicate was the company. And I want to give you kudos there because a lot of people don't understand that when you have an artist working for you, that, that credit not only needs to be given, but it's probably the lead generator for future work. Yes, it, it is. Um, acknowledgement, especially on social media, because now you're putting yourself in front of an audience that you didn't have before. So even by me acknowledging and tagging you in the photo, it's put me in front of your audience as well as my audience. So both of us, both of us benefited from that. I like how smart you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the, well, you uh, the only other hang thing around I, smart people can. <laughs> well, I've been told that if you do from that, you're smarter. So I, I definitely take that advice. Well, the other thing about this that I think is the reason that you give credit, not just because it's the right thing to do is because if, a person uses you to do their celebrity makeup and they don't give you credit for it. And they're getting these unbelievable pictures done and it's oh, going viral. You are a very, very, very big component of why that person looks so good for those photos. Correct. Absolutely. And it's, it's great when other, other uh, speakers, because I do work with a lot of speakers and I work with um, other entrepreneurs and it's great when they acknowledge that I style them or did they make up and hair for their photo shoots or even for their events that they have to speak at. So it really boosts both of us when they get so much rating um, comments of how wonderful they look and how put together they are. So it, it really, it's great. I, I feel really blessed when they do tag me and if they don't tag me, I send them a little note and say, could you please tag me in that picture, <laughs> if you don't mind? <laughs> so instead of me well, tagging I, myself, because people yeah, tag you in I, all kinds I of things that you have nothing to do with. You haven't had as much luck with that? <laughs> you need, no, you need I red haven't. lipstick. <laughs> well, maybe that's what I need to do. But I, I just write a comment on their comment section just saying, hey, I'm so glad you used that photo. Um, and, and then I write Ken Roshan of the Umbrella Syndicate. But I do the 
the long hyperlinks so that they see the visible page. And it seems funny, yeah. but a lot of people say they don't even know how to put that in the description. And I, I'm like, okay. Oh, it's so but simple. It's and you click the picture and you add it to the description. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that you're going to teach people. Help me teach people this. And, and you know, it's it doesn't just come science. down to the... But it's not even the makeup and the photographer. It's, it's every single thing you can tag adds more reach and engagement to you connecting to other audiences. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, even if, you, even if you're talking about the jewelry, you're talking about where the hair was done or what products you're using, all that stuff is helping get that image out there. It helps. And uh, I think sometimes people are confused with tagging and they tag you in things that you had absolutely nothing to do with because they're trying to advertise right. their stuff. Um, that's, that's not necessarily sharing, you know, our connections, but when I am, or you are as a photographer involved in, in a project or something that has the potential for going viral, those tags become very valuable. So well put. I mean, it's like tagging etiquette or social media etiquette. Why would you have a flyer where you're tagging all these people that have nothing to do with that event or that product or service and, those are the people mm-hmm. I typically uh, unfriend or block from putting on my page and you know that they're they're not really going to respect your wish even if you do tell them because they're, they're not really it's beyond them to understand that etiquette yeah yeah there's there so, is some social media etiquette that we need to, to adhere to, to well successful. I'm glad we did that little lesson so I, yeah. I love your vision <laughs> I'm going to share with our audience right now my, you, it says, you say, my vision is to reach 100 million women of all ages globally online and through our live workshops by 2020. So that is a pretty big vision. It is million. a big vision. 100 million. And I'll tell you something. Um, if you have a vision that doesn't scare you, <laughs> then it's not really a big vision. So that is a big vision. And I... I really want women, especially women of all ages, to recognize and understand the power that they have in their beauty and their image. Because when you start to really <clears throat> capture that and you realize what your, your potential is, you realize that you have unlimited potential. And that's where I believe we as women, I mean, I know men are great and everything, but <laughs> I'm speaking specifically to women because that's my vision. My vision is for women. And when they can really realize their potential, women are unstoppable. So I agree. I, <laughs> not, only do I, not only do I agree, Alicia, I, I, if I may interject, that the Umbrella Syndicate and um, this career that I'm developing is 95% because of women. Uh, it, it may be 90%, but it's very, very high. And I'll just share that um, women are the ones who embrace cooperation, collaboration, uh, uh, empowerment events, uh, social media. I mean, all that stuff is so future thinking because if you look at uh, the way social media has been going, women embraced that this type of social media years ago. I mean, I started this four and a half years ago and women were doing what men are just starting to do now, which is understand the power of social media. Yeah. And so I, my company would not exist if it wasn't for women. My first event, because we like to be connected. Women love to be connected. connected. And you like to promote each other. You like to 
make sure that you're uh, encouraging and there's a lot of encouragement. There's a lot of cooperation. It's just, it's beautiful. And yeah, sharing I was, the love. I was re- and, and I was received um, into these events because I got that vision and that's what I believe in. I believe that we all grow together better than apart. That is so true. And it's so and true. I, and I, I do think uh, I'll say to the audience that Alicia is one person that if she says her vision is 100 million, I can actually say based on her actions I've seen her take that she's the type of person that doesn't just say something. She really means that she's going to have a vision this big and, and go for it. And uh, give you a couple examples. One is to go to the Harvard uh, sc- uh, Business School to speak. That's around four or five thousand uh, dollars minimally. Just went to expenses uh, to get into the program, et cetera. And you have you've made the investment in yourself. You've made the investment in your vision. And then when I said, so you're doing a book. What's your plan for your book? What's your social media? And you were very transparent. You said, I don't really have enough of a marketing plan to. And I guess now I'm realizing that you were saying in comparison to your vision. So you brought us in to help with the launch. You brought us, uh, you got the book done on time. You're doing a really fabulous book launch. Tell us about when and where the book launch is. And I'm going to do the best I can to get the social media, this message to, to hit that, that area. Well, I am so excited because the Broward, well, the Westfield mall, which is in Broward is, off of 595 and University Drive in right, in Broward. <laughs> I'm trying to think where, what are the um, landmarks I can give people. They well, how far away is it from the nearest event. city people would know? How far away is, say that again? From the nearest city people would know in Florida. Um, I it's mean, in Sunrise, Plantation, Sunrise area. So Fort Lauderdale, okay. the city of Fort Lauderdale is east, and if you go west, it's around Sunrise Plantation. So if, if that helps. Um, but it's off of Broad Boulevard, 595, and um, on University Drive. So those are, the, those are the major streets that, if anyone is in South Florida, would know. Um, so the Westfield Mall, they're having a huge event on Saturday. You were going to ask me something else? Yeah, I was going to ask you, it's this weekend coming up. It's this Saturday, and they're giving away a $10,000 shopping spree with Elvis Duran in the morning show. Elvis Duran is going to be there, and they're, they're going to have a fashion show and, and all these wonderful things going on in, in, at the mall. And I've been invited to do my signing and to do three separate beauty talks and beauty demos. So I'm going to do some makeup demos. I'm going to speak on beauty and about my book and the idea of really audacious confidence through your beauty. And then I'm going to have my book signing and we're going to take pictures and, and it's just going to be a whole lot of fun. And I have an event coming up in May, which I'm going to present to everybody there at the, at the book signing, which is a phenomenal event. It's life transforming. I have seen, I have seen women come in with one idea of who they are and leave like 10 feet tall, realizing that the idea of themselves, the concept that they had of themselves was, was so minute compared to who they really are and the, the impact that they can have in their world. And it's, I mean, I am, I am amazed at the transformation in just five hours that I've seen from women coming to these workshops. And I have to say that, 
it came through me. It's not from me. I can't take credit for creating this workshop. I think it, it, it just really channeled through me from God because the way people are transformed through these workshops has been phenomenal. And that's why I have that kind of vision because I can see the, the, the transformation that happens in those workshops. So I'm doing the book signing on Saturday and then two weeks later I'm doing um, another workshop event and I'm hoping to take this workshop around the country so people can have the opportunity to really experience because it's an experience. It's not a sit down, I talk to you, I preach to you, whatever. It is a, an experience that you have to come and be involved in and it's very intimate and it's very powerful and you make such um, such great connections that you wouldn't even think possible in such a short space of time. So I'm really, really excited about both things happening in the next few weeks. And um, I thank you so much for inviting me so that I can speak about it because it's just so phenomenal. The book, the workshop, everything. It's really great. Well, perhaps you can, we just uh, posted about you being on the radio show today. So if you can, add in the comment section a link to uh, get to the book signing and another separate comment for how to get to the workshop. I would like to promote that because the more we promote this, the more people are going to ask for you to come up to the D.C. area or other parts of the country and and do the same thing. Absolutely. I mean, I just went to an an event in L.A. (laughs) Well, I went to an event in L.A. called Limitless Women, and Laura uh, Gisborne, um, I met her at an event last year, and it was um, the Ultimate Women Conference. And I went out there, and, I, and she just was like, she was like you. She just had this amazing energy, and she was, uh, she'd gone through so much in life that what she brought to the stage, people just had to work with her. And she charges a, a pretty penny to be working with her, like around thirty thousand uh, dollars. So when she wow. did this Limitless Women Conference, I was very excited to be a part of it because when you're working with people in a room that understand that seven figures is very achievable and that there is a real way and a real template and a real methodology to getting there. I, she's, she's very interesting. She says, you can pay me $30,000 the first year and the second year, but the third year um, you would just give that $30,000 to a philanthropy organization because you'll be a lifetime client at that point. So it's a really interesting uh, model and confidence and, and delivery system. And I think what you're sharing is that when people have this, do this work with you, that a lot of new things are accessible, a lot of new reference points. And I, I guess I would take it to the point of someone not knowing they're beautiful and then they feel powerful because now they know they are. Is that kind of a way of putting Absolutely. it? Absolutely, yes. And because it happened for me. You know, um, I wrote part of my story in, the, in my book about living my life with low self-worth and a really, and I talked about it at Harvard too, that, you know, just the way my whole perception of myself was not the best. You know, I, I really truly believed that I was not beautiful. Even if people told me that I was, I, I was like, yeah, right, sure. You know, you just brushed it off because I, did, I couldn't receive it. I couldn't believe it for myself. And so I had to do a mind shift. I had to transform my thinking. I had to be able to see myself 
for who I really was. So I had to change my whole idea of what beauty is so that I can recognize it in myself and not have that concept of beauty be what someone else or what my experience growing up was. I had to define beauty for myself so that when I look in the mirror, I can see beauty. And I think so many women, in fact, Dove did a survey and it's an alarming statistic that only 4% of women actually consider themselves beautiful. And that's, that's up 2% from 2002. So it was only 2% of women that thought themselves, believed themselves to be beautiful. And so when, because I always ask this in the, in the workshop, what, what, where do you think beauty comes from and what do you think beauty is? And everybody inevitably says, Beauty comes from the inside. And while that there is a, I mean, that's 100% true. Beauty does come from the inside, but there's a disconnect because when you look at yourself in the mirror, if beauty's coming from the inside and you consider yourself beauty, beautiful on the inside, there's a disconnect when you actually look in the mirror and you can't recognize it on the outside. So mm-hmm. my workshop really connects those two things for you you begin to connect that and validate through others your own beauty. So I, I really, because I had to do it for myself and I understood the value of now having that and how it has just opened my life up and opened me up to a whole new experience for this life. And now I can truly honestly say I, I, am, I have li- unlimited potential because now I can see myself beautiful and um, I can be confident in that and I can move forward and things that I thought I wanted to do in my 20s but I was too afraid to try or too afraid to do it. Now I'm in my 40s and I'm going for it because it's like, why not, <laughs> you know? So you're never, it's never too late and it's never too early to start making that well, connection. Say- Segwaying uh, back into that event, that Limitless Woman, because you're using that type of terminology, is <clears throat> she says that the number one reason women, dash anybody, is not successful or not able to attain these magic figures of seven figures or higher is that their relationship with money is so poor. And if you just take out the, the noun money and put in the description of beauty, you're really having the same conversation. So your mind is extremely dangerous when it's having negative thoughts because it has to prove that that's the reality. So if you don't feel beautiful, you actually reinforce that. You begin so you to actually get what... Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. You're yeah, looking so for you're evidence. Un... Yes. Yeah, so you your mind is looking for evidence to, to prove your belief. Exactly. We're, we're saying the same thing, interrupting each other. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I think we have like a slight so, little delay. <laughs> Well, I, I, I think what you're doing, your work is so important, and I, I've worked with a lot of leaders. I have probably about seven or 800 leaders we've come into contact with the, with the Umbrella Syndicate at these events, and you are someone that is such a stand. You're taking the actions. Every, every time I turn around on social media, I see you doing big things, and, and I want to tell the audience uh, just how out of the box you think to make things happen. When uh, we couldn't figure out how I could be there personally for your um, for your book launch, you said, oh, don't worry, I have a couple of photographers. Naturally, I'd have them because I do makeup all the time. And I said, oh, fantastic. So uh, let's give a shout-out to Cece, um, who's going to be doing the photography at your event. And 
you know, a lot of people don't realize that if you get photos and they don't see the light of day, then they almost didn't need to be taken. But CC's work is great, but we're doing like a, a triple hit here. We have great content, you, with your message, your book launch, and your book. We have CC, who's a really super talented photographer, and then we're going to be using your social media prowess plus my distribution channels, and we're really going to wake up the world about this book. And Yay. I loved how you were. And I loved how you were at the event that we did with Bill Walsh because Bill Walsh did the Small Business Expo, and I said, "Hey, I'm going to be in town." And you go, "I'm there," you know. And <laughs> you came out there, and you and you you showed the world how big a cart you can stick into a um, a family van. I mean, that cart was huge. I could have moved the refrigerator or two. So, um, Elite. So Alicia brings out her cart, and I, since I DJ'd, I, I, I'm very familiar with this cart, but it can move 2,000 pounds roughly, and we're, we're moving all this stuff in, and she, she just is so dynamic. She took over the Small Business Expo. I mean, every person she, she met, she exuded great energy and, uh, and connectivity, and we were throwing your book around and getting pictures with people and getting that social proof, but I was just so proud of you because when I introduced you to Bill Walsh, next thing I know, He's like taken by you as well, and he puts you on stage. So just talk about that yes. experience, how that kind of changed things for you. That was wild because <laughs> I had never met Bill Walsh until that event. And you introduced me to him. I asked him, can we take a selfie? He's like, sure. So I took a selfie with him because everybody knows who knows me. I'm, I am like the selfie queen. I just love to take I hated taking pictures of myself. I hated taking selfies, especially until I freed myself from all that junk that was in my head. So I take selfies a lot with people. And so I took a selfie with Bill and he's like, oh, that's a great picture. Can you text it to me? So I texted it to him. So he had my phone number and I had his phone number. And the next day after the event, he texted me and asked me if I wanted to speak on a panel at, at his next event in a couple weeks. And I was, and I, and I, I texted you because I'm like, Ken, what did you say to Bill? <laughs> because I, that was wild that I met him. I had a, like a 30 second conversation with him. And next thing he's asking me to be on stage at his next event, um, here in South Florida. So that was, that was, um, that was pretty interesting. That was the fastest well, turnaround that I've ever had. <laughs> Well, that was a 50-50 turnaround, and I'll tell, you, I'll tell you how I think it worked. The way I think it worked is um, Bill knows me very well, and I'm not going to introduce him to somebody unless they're powerful. So I said, you need to know her, and that's really almost all I said. So I did my part, and you did the rest of it, which was proved that he really didn't need to know you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so when you did the selfie and he was able to look you up, he obviously saw that you're a powerhouse and wanted you on stage. So it was, that's why it turned around so quickly because it was powerful. And if it hadn't been powerful or if you didn't think you were beautiful, that would have actually uh, taken it down several notches. And when you're just working at greater good, you don't get noticed, but you were at top level. And that's why I wanted to acknowledge you. And I knew when you met uh, Bill that he was going to, it was going to be a force to reckon with. That's really the best way to put it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun and the event was really great. So I, w I really appreciated the introduction. And, yeah, it was, it, was, it was wonderful. Thank you. All right. Well, tell, uh, we're going to be going to break in about a minute. So tell people how they can get the book, how to reach out to you, and, uh, and we'll go to break.
Sure. There are a couple ways. Now, if you want a digital download, because you can go to my website, it's aliciacoury.com, A-L-I-C-I-A-C-O-U-R-I.com, and you can get a digital download of the book. You can also go to Amazon, where you can purchase the hard copy of the book. It's fourteen ninety five for the hard copy of the book. Or you can come down to the Westfield Mall if you're in South Florida and come meet me in person. I'll sign your book for you and take a picture with you. And we'll get it on, on Umbrella Syndicate and get it, get it circulated everywhere because Umbrella Syndicate is phenomenal. So those are the ways you can get a copy of the book. And it, it goes through some of my story growing up in Australia and um, how I, I got some of those ideas in my head that were not profitable for me <laughs> so um and we'll chat some more when we come back from break right you got it okay all See right you in minutes become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash the Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. If you are a small business owner or entrepreneur, you may not be aware of the different options available to you in securing business capital in today's market. We discuss and explore these options each week on Small Business Capital America with host Michael Schumacher. There are two primary ways of building business capital. Profits, which are basically higher revenue and reduced expenses, and external or debt capital. Listen live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Business. Effective leadership is what will propel the world, organizations, and businesses through a range of dynamic changes. How do you keep up with these changes, build skills, and lead effectively? Listen for Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations with Maureen Metcalf. Maureen offers tools and engaging guests who are leaders in their field. With each week, you'll work on and improve your skills to lead with confidence and drive your organization's success. Tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Business. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. All right, we are back from the first segment, a powerful segment with Alicia Curry. And Alicia's goal is to encourage women to discover and create their uh, signature style by capturing their beauty, expressing their image, and owning their influence so they can be the CEO of their life and, in turn, empower others to do the same. She shares her story of overcoming low self-worth 
and poor self-esteem to standing in audacious courage that inspires others. Alicia believes to whom much is given, much is required, and utilizes her experience and shares her wisdom with others to elevate them to their highest potential. You should almost use that in the back cover of your book. You know that? Uh, that's on the back cover of my book. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) So we were talking earlier in the first segment about how many women actually feel that they're beautiful. And you said that it it was 2% in 2002 and it's up to a startling 4%. And, uh, I can say firsthand going to events, taking pictures of women, they're, they're, they're almost timid about their their face being captured or being uh, photographed because they're not quote unquote perfect or they don't feel beautiful. And so I, I wanted to address how bad that is for business and how bad that is for them actually creating something at an event. If they feel that way, there's no way they're attracting something because they're almost repelling it. And I always tell people if they're live at an event and they don't want the offline world, I mean the online world to know they're at the event then why are they even at the offline event? Because people see them there too. Yeah, um, it's, it's, and I would say probably four years ago, I would have been in that category of people because I used to run from the camera. I would see a camera. I would either be the one behind the camera taking the picture or I would hide in the back. I, I, so I am very familiar with that phenomena. <laughs> I am very familiar with it and it, okay. it hurts more than help. What yeah, did so you want to ask let's just look at Let's just look at this particular example right here. At Harvard, had you not allowed me to take your picture, what would have not I would happened? be nowhere. Right. Uh, well, from a standpoint of all the things that were connected to dots from just our conversation, uh, because every single shot that was taken went viral on social media, so all the shots could not have gone viral if they weren't taken. If, they were, if I hid from the camera. Right. Exactly. Right. And so you wouldn't have met uh, Bill Walsh. You wouldn't have met uh, Dr. Uh, Donna. I mean, there's just Dr. so many people. Donna. That, and and in to, to some degree, we don't even know how many people are going to be at your book signing or are going to become fans of yours after your book signing because of all the photos that are going to be taken and that they've been following you since Harvard. So it's it, it becomes almost a crazy thought process or, you know, butterfly effect of if we remove this, how many things would be affected because it's almost impossible to tell. But I will just say that you allow me to take your picture for that one second. And that's the other thing I find very funny is people are like, I don't have time right now. I'm like, do you realize how quick it is for me to take this picture with the perfect lighting? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not asking you to change your dress or anything like that. We have a great shot. And um, I'll stand in front of someone at a booth, and they're talking to someone, and they're just making me wait forever. And I'm, I'm thinking, they might not know how powerful this was going to be. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, you, you know, it's you so funny because levels. they were miking me, right? They were putting the mic on me at the time you took that picture that ended up, that ended up to be my book cover. I was there standing there having someone shove a mic down my back <laughs> and trying to, to hook it up. <laughs> and you're like, just stand there one second, one second. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Well, <laughs> well, well the lighting and composition up and down perfect. my dress. <laughs> the lighting was perfect. You know, and as a photographer, you have that eye. So you saw it and you're like, wait, wait, guys, hold on a second. Let me just grab this shot real quick. And so being open and available for things like that comes with shifting your mindset. 
because you don't exactly. you don't have to be perfect. I could have I could have easily said, "Oh, I need to look at myself in the mirror. I need to see if I look okay." But I was confident enough to know that I'm going on stage in like the next 10 minutes. I I'm fine, you know? It's okay. I'm fine. And if the picture wasn't good, it it wouldn't have gotten the, the attention that I got, and it just would have been one of the other pictures that, that was in a whole group of pictures. But I cannot be so um, concerned all the time about every shot being perfect. Because when you go to a photo shoot, when you're on a photo shoot, they take hundreds and hundreds of pictures to get that one cover shot. And look, you got right. that cover shot in two shots. In fact, either one of those two pictures you took could have been the cover. You know? So you got that cover shot, boom, right away. So, you know, I, I, I often look at, and it saddens me, really, it really saddens me when women don't want to take their picture, when they don't want their picture taken. And I always tell, um, tell people, go have a photo shoot, get your makeup done, go get a photographer and have a photo shoot because it's so important to capture moments in your life. And when it comes to the end of your life, people want to remember these moments and you have nothing to show for it. So when you say, I don't like my picture being taken, it's a very selfish standpoint. If you consider all the people that will be, you're affecting by not having that take it. You know, that's a memory for your children, your grandchildren, your friends, your, your family members. That's a memory for them. It's not for you. You know, it's not, oh, I don't like how I look. That's a very selfish standpoint. That's a very selfish point of view. Um, my mom recently turned 70 back in November, and I arranged for a photo shoot for her. Because she had never had a photo shoot done. She has never had, other than her wedding day, pictures taken of herself. And I did her makeup. And we had a blast. My sister was in town, so it was the three of us. And we had so much fun. And she looked absolutely beautiful in these pictures. Now, she waited until she was 70 to have that done. Don't wait that long. You know, because makeup artists and photographers can see things in you that you can't see in yourself. And so they are there to capture the most beautiful pieces of you and so don't deny your friends your family other people even from just a personal standpoint that opportunity because you don't like how you look in pictures so that's my little soapbox i'm gonna step off now (laughs) well only step to the side of it because i want to get on top of it for just a second so the other part of the, the the picture experience is capturing that person's spirit i mean it's not just the the physical sense of the person, their eyes, the way they light up, um, the way the smile comes into their eyes, all that stuff. When you're working with a photographer that really understands the connection with the subject matter, the, the person is going to create that, that connection to the memory of who that person is too. That's the magic. I mean, when you look at video, video is motion and emotion. So that's, that's easy. With a photo, it's a one still. And I can tell you in that one still that I got, I took that photo of you, what I captured was powerful, beautiful, um, 
it was uh, and it was vulnerable. I could I could sense so many things in that moment, and I said, "Can you hold on a second? I see a beautiful shot." Yes, it was natural beauty, and and that part was the first part. I but all together, it was that your spirit was ready to come out on the stage, and I got that moment. Yes, I agree. So <laughs> so there's there's so much that people are missing when they're saying, "Don't take my pictures." That this is a chance for them to share their their spirit, and when you let's say, quote, unquote, may not have your best hair day, but your eyes are dancing with energy, people are attracted to that. It's the number one thing that people look at is the eyes and the smile. And the smile, the, the yes. Yeah. And so... And my, my hair was having... perfect in that shot. My hair was, was... I look back at it and I'm like, oh, my hair, uh, I could have fixed my hair, but it doesn't matter. It really well, is you also become... saw my hair. You, Lisa, you saw my hair, and you go, well, at least my hair is more perfect than his. <laughs> Your hair is always perfect. Your hair is always perfect. You don't have any concerns with that. With that. Um, but, again, the, the, the hair becomes just a supporting character. It doesn't become the main thing because, like you said, the eyes and the smile became the main thing. Right. And so, well, let's give um, let's give Clint Arthur a little love because if it wasn't with Clint, we wouldn't know each other. So we would have never known each other. Yes. <laughs> well, we might have known each other, but not not at this point. I, I will safely say that, and we probably would not have met each other for a long time because uh, that time and space let us let us have an opportunity to really talk. Uh, even though it was only probably ten or fifteen minutes, it gave us the gateway to follow up later. And you know, that's another thing people don't realize about the event is that when the event is done. So are the conversations for most people because short-term memory is bye-bye. But when there's a photo, the oh, photo allows the access point to, oh, yeah, I remember that person. Or that's the person I'm in the photo with. And that's the other part of not taking a photo. If you don't take photos, you're not going to look for opportunities to take other photos with other people. And it starts becoming a zero game instead of an abundance game. So I, 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 I'm going to get off the soapbox for a second and get, o- get over to Clint <laughs> Arthur. So how did you learn about Clint Arthur? Um, how has that changed your life working with him? Wow. Well, one of my favorite mentors is David Nagel. And I was at a David Nagel event here in South Florida. And Clint was one of the speakers on stage. And he was, he was promoting his media workshop, you know, to, to become an instant local celebrity. And I was just kind of evolving, coming out of my, my comatose state, you know, coming out of my, (laughs) oh, I'm not, you know, I'm not all that. So I was beginning to leave all that behind me. And I, something about his, what he was presenting on stage just kind of grabbed me. And so I, I, the event was three days long and it took me all of three days it took me a minute to make the decision to do it, but it took me all of three days to kind of convince myself to do it. You know, mm. <laughs> you know, yeah. when your heart, when your heart has already made the decision that yes, this is it. Your spirit is in it. It's like, yes, but your body and your mind, it's like ah! screaming. <laughs> well, I, I <clears throat> silenced my mind and my body and said, we're going to do this. So, you better start liking it because we're going to do this and signed up for his instant local celebrity program and booked myself on seven different shows, 
got on television and just really exploded my confidence from there because um, I, I couldn't even imagine myself. What would I have to say on TV? Why would I get booked on TV? You know, why would anybody want to listen to me on television? And he really helped me see that I had something of value that can, that people would want to take a look at. And sure enough, I got booked and it was, it has been a really phenomenal experience since then. So he is another one of those, those people that just say he's going to do something and just does it. And it's really inspirational to see him in action. Yeah, it is. Uh, Tracy Haynes and you are the two people that I resonated with the most. And <clears throat> oh, I, I love talked Tracy. To Tracy. <laughs> Superman. Yeah, he's, 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 <laughs> Superman, that's right. And uh, so we're doing work yeah. together. You and I are doing work together. And um, it's changing my life. And, and so Clint is, is the kind of guy you want to look up. And if you want to live really big, take that step. Clint and is invest. the guy. He yeah, he's the guy. He's, he sees he's it, going he says to, it, he does it. Yeah, he's a dream maker. Like the dream is made, is. made with him. Because if you've got the talent, then he's going to make sure you show up where you need to show up. And that's that's really the problem most people have. No matter how much talent you have, you don't have access points. You don't have confidence. You don't have experience. You don't have coaching to really get where you need to get. So, and it's that I, confidence uh, piece too that that stops a lot of people from really going. I, I applaud a lot of these these um, thought leaders that take the plunge and really go go after it with, with Clint because it's, it's, it really takes you far out of your comfort zone. It takes you way out. And I needed that push. I needed to be pushed out of my comfort zone. And some of us really need to do that. We need to get pushed to really see the brilliance and the magnificence that's inside of us. But unless you're pushed, you know, it just lays dormant. Yeah, you, you stay comfortable and you stay the same. You don't, you don't grow. Yeah. And, you know, there's a big correlation, I believe, with um, this beauty, abundance, money, and confidence. I think they all are so connected together. The higher your confidence is, the more beautiful you look, the more beautiful you are, the more confident you are, the more you attract um, opportunity. So it's, it's, it's really important well, work you're yeah. doing. Yeah. And, and when you look at Maslow's Law of Hierarchy... Self-confidence and self-actualization is pretty close to the top of the pyramid. You know, once you satisfy your, your basic needs and then you, you go to safety, you know, the pyramid goes that way. So once you, you have those pieces and then you look for love and, and connection and you have that satisfied, then people start looking at confidence and self-esteem and worthiness. But you have to get to that point where you really want it. You really want to take yourself to another level. And that's the kind of people I want to work with. I don't want to work with someone that I have to push to tell them they need to be confident. I want someone who is at that level on, on the Maslow scale that is ready to be pushed, you know, to want that confidence, to want to be bold, right. to want to be audacious, to want it. Because I'm not here to try to convince you that you need it. Because I know you need it. But I want those who want it. 
and are ready for it to take themselves and their business to the next level. Because once you hit that and you get that piece, you become, to, you, you become a magnet to the people that really want to work with you. And you start attracting people and money to you in a way that you didn't before. I mean, I am making so many great connections and I'm meeting so many great people and the money is starting to come in and the abundance, like you said, it's all connected. The abundance is flowing because I'm living out of abundance now. I'm not living, you know, trying to get it. I'm living out of the overflow. So as my confidence grows and it starts to overflow, then you begin to attract all those things that you desired. But you can't attract it if you're if you're you're still trying to get just security. You know, if you're still trying to be in that secure place, you're not ready for that confidence. You're not ready for that explosion. So you can look up Maslow's um, the the chart for hierarchy, and you can see where you are and figure out if you're really ready for that. Because if your needs are satisfied and your safety is satisfied, let's get to work. Well, and you also just have to cause yourself to be ready because, in a way, no one's ever ready. If, if you look at, for instance, your book, oh, no. your book, your book is not ready to come out this Saturday anymore than it was ready to come out two months ago anymore and it's ready to come out six months ago. But you pulled the trigger and you're going with the book and <clears throat> the book is not perfect. And I say this from a standpoint that no book is perfect. Not yours. No book is perfect. Yeah, because you can, can I stopped reviewing it because every time you review yeah. it, you can see something you, you want to change. You can all, it drives right. you crazy. You can always keep, <laughs> keep editing. You will be in the so second, and it's I, like a movie, too. You're writing a movie, and you could keep editing it and editing it and editing it. Just do it. Right. Go. And, a fo- and a photo, I mean, and, and a conversation. They can always be better. So um, I wanted to actually just say the stats of, of people that publish, because you had mentioned uh, the deplorable... Uh, stats for people that think they're beautiful. Well, 85% of people want to write a book. Only 1% do it. And you did it. And it's wow. a big deal for me. That, that's why I wanted you on the show in the week that you were going to be um, doing your book launch because it wasn't going to be, is, is she going to have it ready this year or is she going to do it? It was that it, we're, we're done. The book is printed. We're done. So it was, uh, and, and, and it yeah. was such, when you are ready, you know, they all say when you're ready, the teacher appears. Well, when you are ready for something, the universe conspires. God conspires in your behalf to get it done. This book, I had one conversation with a friend back in September. And before December, my book was pretty much done. And then after we met at Harvard in December, and I got the cover, the picture, I changed the book cover. So... This process, people take years sometimes to sit and write a book, but because I was ready, the things started lining up. Things started lining up in my life to make it happen, and I just had right. to recognize it and, be, and, and do it and not sit back and say, oh, yeah, I'll do it, but not right now. Oh, yeah, I'll wait. I had to recognize that the opportunity is here and to take it. Sometimes they, people don't recognize when the opportunity is there. David Nagel talks about that too, that the opportunity was around him for six months 
to double his income, but he couldn't see it until he opened his eyes and was ready to receive the opportunity. So open your eyes, be ready to see and receive opportunity because it's all around you to actually explode yourself and your business. Yeah, it's about taking action too. I mean, every single thing you said you're going to do, take action. action to make it happen. And it wasn't that you had to get a book done by X date is that you were in action. So the book became done. <laughs> it wasn't, yes. it wasn't, it wasn't arduous because we get, everyone gets the same hundred hours a week to play with the other 70 of them. You're sleeping for the most part if you're having a healthy sleep schedule, but you have a hundred hours. And so really when someone says out of the 84% that said they want to write the book, then don't do it. They just really saying it's not that important because yeah. when it's important, you do it. I, I, there was a woman I met in uh, West Virginia. Uh, she did, uh, she had stained glass, and she was living the life. Of, she had tons and tons of acres, and she was happy as anything. And she said something that really stuck with me. She says, anything you really want in life, you'll have it. And if you don't, yeah, you really didn't want it. And you really didn't want it. And, it's, and, I, and I was thinking about that. There's not an exception. I couldn't think of an exception. That is so, so you really true. want this book to be done, and you really wanted to have this book done at this time, and so you made it happen. And that really is what it comes down to. And... I am so excited about your book and what that's going to do for your life because the other thing that people don't realize is it's like a baby. You know, if you don't have a baby, you can't really talk about children. And if you don't have a baby, you don't know how much they're going to impact your life in the most beautiful way. In the most beautiful way. I mean, I, I was, I had someone ask me today, do you have any regrets in life? And I hesitatedly said, no. And I said, I'll tell you why I'm hesitating, because there are obviously mistakes I made in life, and I wonder if I could have done them differently. Would they, would they have made my life a lot better? And I'm saying, yes, they would have, but then because of time and space, I probably wouldn't have my son. My son happened because of all the things that yeah. caused me to meet the certain people and have all these. Like, if I had you know, missed my flight or I had been late for that Harvard thing, who knows if that particular shot had been done? Or, or the guy who did the National Ge- Geographic famous shot, that shot was a time and space situation. All the bad things that happened in his life, all the good things that happened in his life had to happen for him to be at that time and space, right? So I Absolutely. changed my answer at the end with this guy. I said, no, I have no regrets. Because to have my son is actually like the number one thing in my life. And I live to be a better man, a better husband, a better father, a better leader, better everything for him to see who he can be. Yes, absolutely. So with uh, our last five minutes, Alicia, I want to uh, talk a little bit about uh, how you became who you are. You, you said that you were born in Trinidad and that you were you raised in Australia. Talk, talk a little bit about that and some of the books and quotes, and we're going to have about five minutes to do that. Okay, so yes, I was born in Trinidad, and um, I was a, a very bold and, and outspoken child, and my family moved to Australia when I was about almost five years old and having the opportunity to move to Australia was phenomenal. You know, it opened my, my small little eyes up to a whole big planet because we had to fly far <laughs> to get to Australia. So well, my, Alicia, my mind was stretched. Yeah. Alicia? Yeah, I, I have. Uh, I did bad math. We're down to a minute. I really want people to connect with you. So, can you give your uh, contact information? How people can find out about your book? We have about thirty seconds, unfortunately. Yes, they can find me on Facebook. Go to Alicia Curry Style. They can also go to my website, AliciaCurry.com. And uh, I'm on all social media. You can just 
look for me at Alicia Curry. I'm also on Periscope. And come Saturday to the mall and come see me if you're in South Florida. And they can get your book, and your book title is? And they can get my book on, on Amazon. My book is on Amazon. You can Google my name. Look for Alicia Curry. It's called Your Signature Style, Unlocking the Confidence, Style, and Influence of the Savvy CEO. That is beautiful. Do you want to do you want to part with a quote that uh, moves you? One of my favorite quotes is from Sophia Loren, and she says, "There's nothing more beautiful than a woman that believes she is beautiful." And I'll leave you with that. <laughs> that was a beautiful finale, and we are going to have you back, and uh, we might have to have Miss Becca uh, on the program with you, and just some of the other people that uh, have really made a difference in your life. So this story is not complete. You have so much more to share and I'm so excited to be working with you. Elisa, you've been amplified. Thank you so much for being on the program. Thank you, Ken. This is wonderful. So everybody be Have beautiful a- out there. Thanks. All right. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashawn again next Tuesday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now, go get your message heard.